Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of Breaking Up, and this week's episode is going to be a little bit different because it is currently 1.28 a.m. the night before this podcast is supposed to go up Thursday night, and I never leave it this late, but um, I didn't have the best night, and all I want to do right now is lay in bed and like dissociate on TikTok and go to sleep, even though I'm not tired. But um, when I say I am dedicated to get this episode up every single week at 8 a.m., I am dedicated and I have to show up for myself and force myself sometimes to be accountable. But if I sound not as animated um, or just down, I am. Everything is fine. Nothing happened. I mean, you know, like anything that you're guessing right now, nothing happened. Um, everything is great. Mentally, though, I just had a little difficult week. Um, I might open up and get into it a little bit later in this episode, but yeah, it's just wasn't fun. Um, So I'm not really going to edit this week's episode. I'm just going to record and get it up for you um, so that I can go to bed after that. But I hope you're doing better than I am tonight. (laughs) Um, I'll fill you in a little bit at the end of this episode, I think, about what's going on just after I warm up my voice. And the longer that I record, the chattier that I feel. So I'm sure I'll open up later on in this episode. But besides tonight, I've been doing pretty well. This week was great. It finally feels like summer here in Minnesota. So everyone is on that cheerful, like spring and summer is finally here feeling. And all of the plant nurseries and home improvement stores have been so busy. Everyone is out and about fixing up their balconies and patios, myself included. So Ashton and I went to Um, a couple plant nurseries this week and got some beautiful flowers for our outdoor spaces. My deck is completely set up. I spent like seven hours gardening yesterday and planting and there is something so therapeutic about getting your hands in the dirt and having like dirt underneath your fingernails and just being dirty. Like it, it, it helps. It's so healing and You might think this is kind of crazy or silly, but I do talk to my plants and flowers a lot. So I was like talking to the flowers as I was planting them because I didn't want to hurt them when I was taking them out of the cartons that they're in, but trying to tell them how um, they're going to be so much happier once I replant them and explaining. This is, I'm going to sound psychotic at this point, but I talk to plants a lot. So (laughs) that's my excuse. But I was telling this flower how, you know, that's exactly how I felt when I was forced, not forced, but when I moved out of my apartment to this house, it was um, an adjustment, you know, settling into my new home. But now I'm so much happier here and I have so much more space to grow and that that flower is going to be a lot happier in its new flower bed. So um, I had a very therapeutic day yesterday. And now my patio and balcony and outdoor spaces look stunning and I can't wait to spend all summer out there. So I spent a lot of time with nature this week and it was great, but I, um, 
I want to talk about something that has kind of been an idea for a podcast episode for years. I actually found the title of this podcast. I found that written in my notes app from like 2020, I think, Um, back when I was doing the podcast, like when I was first starting to do it years ago, it was one of my ideas for an episode about um, the concept of the one that got away and my thoughts on that and, and basically how I think the the idea of this person, the one that got away, is a myth and doesn't exist. So I was cleaning out my notes app the other night and I came across that episode title and that idea for an episode and I, I've been thinking about it ever since. So I think I do want to make it and follow through and talk about it today. So who knows, maybe this is like exactly what someone needs out there um, in like perfect timing, you know? So I never wanna leave an idea like unturned, basically. I don't wanna abandon an idea because it might need to be complete and finished and talked about. So I hope this finds who it's supposed to find tonight, but Um, it got me thinking because, you know, the concept, the one that got away or the idea of this person that you're supposed to be with, but, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't work out. I don't think it's real. I think it's a myth. And I think it's actually kind of a toxic thought um, to carry throughout your years of life, thinking that there's some magical person that you're supposed to be with that got away. Um, Now, the thing is, I do think, I believe in soulmates, and I do think that everybody is in your life for a reason, and you are always, like, exactly where you're meant to be, which is exactly why I don't think the concept of the one that got away can coexist if you're also supposed to be exactly where you are right now. Um... And I think people come and go in in our lives for a reason. So there's a reason why the universe brings somebody into your life. And there's also a reason why the universe sometimes removes someone um, out of your life. But I mean, I've thought about it before when I was in my younger 20s. And, you know, you start romanticizing the past and wonder if a certain someone got away or, you know, would end up being that person and it kind of stems from both fear I think and then also a lack of being grateful or happy for where you are because I just don't really think that a happy person feels like there's somebody that got away and when I think back on the times in my life when I was struggling with those thoughts a little bit uh it's because I didn't I wasn't in a happy relationship or even one with myself like I wasn't in a good place so then you start holding on to people from your past and when you're not happy with where you are you start thinking back and wondering you know maybe I'd be happier if this happened or with this person but anytime I was in a relationship or like not feeling that way those thoughts weren't there And I just don't believe that somebody who is happily married or dating someone can also think that there's somebody else that got away. I think it's kind of toxic when it's like 
placed like that. And I mean, from a more like conceptual psychological standpoint, you're always going to want what you can't have to some extent on some level. You know, the cliches of like the grass is always greener and you want what you can't have. Like they're there for a reason because people like psychologically, I think you feel that way sometimes. Um, so you can't get the person that you think got away and then still not want what you can't have. Does that make sense? Like, even if you have, like, the person or the one that you think got away, there's just going to be somebody else that fills that void that you think is the one that got away instead. Because if you can't be happy with what you have, it won't break that cycle of thinking, I guess. I don't know. Kind of just my thoughts on the whole concept and idea and I guess I am still relative like I'm in I'm in my 20s so I am still young and maybe this is more of like a midlife crisis or like late 40s 50s thing but I don't know is it like should I start asking people in that age gap if they feel like there's somebody that got away from their past because maybe I just don't have enough life experience but I can genuinely say that Everybody from my past is, like, in my past for a reason, and I I don't have, like, that idea that someone got away. If anything, I pushed them all away on purpose, um, but I don't know, because I also, like, do hear of those stories of people, like, rekindling decades later and getting together and, you know, having that meant-to-be moment, but... I don't know. The one that got away got away for a reason. And you'll probably always want what you can't have on some level. But if they weren't supposed to get away, they wouldn't have left. I don't know. This isn't like directed at anybody either. I don't want this to sound like I'm projecting. This is like a genuinely an old sticky notes app um, note that I had written down. And then some thoughts about it that I thought fit the genre of this podcast. And then this week I was kind of struggling with what to talk about and kept thinking about that written down on my phone and figured, why not? Let's chat about the one that got away. Um, Because I'm curious, you know, if other people do feel this way or if there is somebody that you think about when you hear of the one that got away. But when I was in my young 20s or like just starting to date, like the only like times that I really thought about that were incomplete situations, things that didn't get closure yet, or me just not having like a healthy relationship experience yet. So then holding on to something from my past, that was all that I had really. Um, But at this point, I mean, I guess I realized it like in 2020 when I wrote the app, it was, or when I wrote in the notes app, It was written in all caps. The one that got away does not exist. So whatever was going on back then, I was very passionate about it. But yeah, I think unhappy people hold on to that concept, I guess. I don't know. Because if you're happy, like you don't think that way. I don't want to start sounding repetitive, but that's just kind of what's been on my mind lately. It's funny though, because I've definitely like, had people say that to me post breakup like in conversation where I just 
immediately have to shut it down or be like, no, I'm not like, cause you don't feel the same way. And that's the thing too. Like if you don't feel the same way that somebody else feels about it, then how can they really be the one that got away? Yeah. It's not real. It doesn't exist. They were meant to leave for a reason. Um, and those are my thoughts on that, I guess. But yeah, let me know what your thoughts are. I guess this is going to be kind of a shorter episode. Maybe not. I don't know. We're like 10 minutes into it and I just don't know if I can do it. Okay, should I open up a little bit? I um started, I feel like I mentioned this last week in last week's episode, but I started Firefly Lane. I actually only have one episode left. I'm kind of savoring it because it's the finale, but I have been going through these episodes so quick. I'm so into it, so addicted. It's so good. Um, but this show is making me so sad because it's making me think about certain people that aren't in my life anymore. And if you've watched Firefly Lane, you sort of understand or get it. But like some of those relationships that are seen in the show, like really remind me of some relationships that I've had, like both platonically, just people in my life. And it's making me really miss that dynamic or that person and making me feel kind of like I don't have anybody else to fill that or just like feeling a bit lonelier than usual. And then I don't want to put all of that onto my partner because it's not their responsibility and then that adds weight where it shouldn't, where there shouldn't be. Um, so yeah, I've just kind of been struggling with that. And then should I just lay it out? This is, mm, I feel like I can tell the podcast secrets sometimes because to me, I'm sitting alone right now in the middle of the night talking to a microphone. So I feel like it's safe and I know it's a safe place, but it's so disconnected in my mind. It's hard for me to comprehend that there's actually people that are listening. So right now I'm like, yeah, I can tell you anything. Not understanding that this is like literally available on Spotify and Apple and all of that. But um, if you really want to know, I'll tell you. Um, I bought two Taylor Swift tickets because when I got into that, like way back in November, I just bought two. I blacked out without thinking. I was like, I'm not going alone. I'm just going to buy two. It'll be so easy to find someone to go with. And joke's on me. It's actually really hard. I mean, I haven't told anyone that I have this extra ticket because I don't want someone to go just for the ticket. I really thought I'm going to find a friend to go with. Like, it's going to be such a fun experience because this is a night that I'm going to remember for like the rest of my life. Like, it's a big deal. And I'm going to remember who I went with and who I stood next to all night. And ideally, I'd want someone that I can like scream and dance with and like have a freaking feral time at the Taylor Swift show with Taylor Swift show. Taylor Swift concert sounds better. But, um, um, now the concert is in a month and 
I'm starting to get stressed because I, I, I haven't been able to find someone to go with and I don't want to post it on social media. I don't want to just make a TikTok because I want it to be special and maybe that is just like not going to happen and I just have to sell the ticket to a stranger, but like ideally I'd want to go with a friend or someone that I can have fun with and like enjoy being next to. Otherwise, like, there's a lot more pressure and anxiety when you don't know someone and have to stand next to them all night, but, like, you're sort of there together because they have your ticket. Um, So then I feel like I've been friend dating for the couple, last couple of months, trying to find a potential new friend, but then also trying to find someone to go to this show with and... Going on dates to, like, find friends is so exhausting. I feel like I've talked about this before, but I was doing it a lot all winter, and I am just burnt out. I don't know why it's... I mean, I haven't been in, like, the dating dating game in a while, and I know this is, like, platonic friend dating, but it's tough, especially, like, the older that you get, because people in their late 20s, I feel like, have established friendships, Um, And a lot of them aren't looking for somebody new to be best friends with. So then I'm watching Firefly Lane. And if you've you've also watched the show or read the book, you can understand how, like, triggering, I guess, it can be and just making me, like, feel even sadder. Okay, I I don't think you can hear it on the mic, but there's a fly in my dining room and the cats just discovered it. So if you hear any unexpected noises... One of them might decide to pounce, but right now we are just hunting the fly. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically I've just like felt more alone and like sad because I'm having a hard time finding someone to go with and it's making me realize that like I don't have anyone to go with and like... Like I said earlier, I don't want to, like, put all this weight onto my partner that, like, he's not supposed to carry because I need him to have, like, be that balanced partner for me and not be, like, so many different roles. Um, And he's going to be working that night, so I can't even drag him to the show if I wanted to, and I don't want to make him go. Like, I want to go with someone that's going to be happy to be there and can, like, basically foam at the mouth with me over each song. Um... And then tonight, it just, like, hit me even harder because of some conversations, and it just left me, like, feeling worse, and before I knew it, it was 1 a.m., and the unexpected conversation took so long, and now I feel really shitty. But also, I can't let myself down and not post this. So thank you for being my therapist this week and allowing me to vent. And I'm sorry that I'm not bubbly and have like more to say. Um, I want to do a podcast episode on monetization on TikTok and how much money I've earned and how to make money on TikTok and um, brand deals and all of that. But I actually just posted that video format version to my YouTube channel today. So I didn't want it to come out like at the same time. But next week, I think we're going to have a very solid hour chatting about TikTok money, and I'm pretty pumped about it. I have a lot to say with that, but 
Um, yeah, I guess tonight I just needed to vent a little bit because as much as I love having small circles and like being introverted and doing my own thing and I enjoy my company a lot, like I can be by my own company and I'm used to it. Um, as much as I love it, sometimes the loneliness like gets to me when I'm struggling with something and need someone and then realize I don't have that person. Um, and then, you know, I can like call people or text them, but then I get even sadder if like the one person I'm relying on isn't there to like talk to or to fill that. And then it's just like, spirals into something even bigger and I'm gonna talk about Firefly Lane for a second so it these aren't really spoilers but if you don't I don't know I just if you don't get the reference you're not missing that much but if you do then you get it (laughs) um I feel like Tully like when she I guess this is kind of a spoiler but like when she was alone and she said like even if if, like, she was an honorary family member, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't want to give away the whole plot, but if you've been to this point in the show, then, like, you know what I'm talking about. Um, She, like, felt really alone and had no one. I've kind of, like, related to that this whole show because Tully has this, like, larger-than-life social media, like, celebrity presence. Not saying I do, but there are some overlaps because I do have an online presence, But in the show, she's like a news anchor, celebrity status, talk show celebrity. Anyway, she has this like bigger than life, well-known presence. And yet she is probably like the loneliest character on the show and feels like there's no one there when she doesn't have her best friend. Like she is alone. And I know our situations are different, but when you break it down, they're not that different. And I relate to her so much. And I think it's why I love the show so much. But yeah, it's just making me so sad because I feel it. And I I don't know where I was going with that. But um, yeah, we're just having a sad girl night, I guess. Oh, I was getting to the point where... you know, I'm used to being alone. I don't mind it. Like I'm good at it. But when I need support or like need someone to talk to or feel like I have something that I want to tell someone and then they're not there, it's just like you feel worse. Um, so that's what's up. But I do really love Firefly Lane. I've been binging that all week. I don't know what I'm going to do when I finish that finale because I haven't been this into a show since Ginny and Georgia and yeah, I'm going to, I'll probably start like a long, I, I want to start like Chicago Med or Grey's Anatomy, but do I? It would be a commitment. It would give me something to watch, but I do have my list of TV shows and movies from this week. There aren't a lot, but, um, Last weekend, Ashton and I watched Triangle of Sadness on Netflix, I think. I saw that it was nominated for a couple of awards a few months ago, and it 
was stunningly so well done, like aesthetically beautifully shot film. Um, pretty good. I would recommend it. Kind, it's funny. It's good. There's some scenes where I'm like, did you really have to show that? Like, I could have gone without seeing the toilet scene. <laughs> and then there are some parts that they like totally skipped over the good parts too, where I was like, well, I wanted to see like the ship actually sinking, which isn't like a big spoiler because that was in the trailer, but it's good. It's basically like a show about the rich but not, it's like, what would happen if, well, I guess they did, but, um, (laughs) this ship sinks, and there are a few survivors that have to learn how to live and survive together on an island, except some of them are super wealthy that were, like, the guests of the cruise, but then some worked on the ship, and I mean, it's good. It's funny. It it rem- it had like a Titanic feel, but not. Um, so we watched that, and then we watched Age of Adeline, Adeline, Adeline on Netflix the next night, and that has been on my like list to watch later for years. It's basically like Benjamin Button, but Blake Lively. And instead of aging backwards, she just stops aging. Um, yeah, it was good. It was kind of like a uh, movie. Like, you kind of hoped it would be better because it's Blake Lively. But I definitely love romanticizing, like, past decades. And I love old, like, time period pieces. And because she doesn't age, it takes you through a lot of different decades. And I think she was born, like, at the turn of the 20th century in the film. So you get a lot of, like, old eras so that part was fun um and then the last movie we watched over the weekend was the notebook so thank you ashton for letting me watch the notebook but he said he had never seen it before and i just felt like it was a classic that everyone has to see whether or not you like like it but he was a pretty good sport about it i mean it was exactly what he thought it would be i think is what he said it wasn't bad but i mean it's the notebook Um, It's interesting, though, because watching it back now, all these years later, I don't know if it would be that good if this was like the first time that I watched it, had it not been a movie that I watched so often as like a preteen and read the book. Like if I was watching it for the first time now, I really don't know how I'd feel about it, but Even when I thought I wasn't going to cry, I cried. It's just so... The concept of, like, old people in love and then old people dying and old people forgetting, like, that part of life just breaks my heart. So it did make me really sad. Um, But other that's all I watched because I haven't watched, like, any movies this week. I've been mostly outside, thank goodness, and working like I don't really watch movies by myself but like I said I've been cranking it through Firefly Lane I've been watching that I do like a couple episodes a night and now I only have one left but um that's all I have for tv shows and movies this week I'm sorry you guys that this is like such a bum bummy episode but I just felt so blah and lonelier than usual 
Um, but I also don't want to let work slide because whenever I do feel this way, it can be easy to not get a video up on time and just kind of shut down. But I just started this podcast again. Like I'm not letting it slip. Knock on wood. But this is what like week eight or week nine. We're like two months in and I've been able to get an episode up every single Friday. And that is something I'm really proud of because I know that consistency is important and I got a comment today on my new video of someone that said they couldn't wait for tomorrow's episode. And if you're listening, you are the reason why I'm recording this tonight. So it was just such a great reminder that there is somebody listening on the other side. So thank you so much. Um, And I'm sorry I wasn't able to give you like better content this week, but I guess I just needed to vent a little bit and yeah. That's that. I'm so sorry. This is such a short episode, but I think this is all that I can do this week. Um, I hope that you understand and I appreciate you listening. I'm not even doing ads this episode besides the one that Spotify runs. Like, it's just me and I want to, it's 2 a.m. So I want to get this up in six hours for you. Um, Hopefully I feel better in the morning, but you know, I think when things start to pile up like that. It's just like a pressure cooker and I've just been really sad about a lot of stuff off camera or like offline. Um, And then, yeah, I don't know. You know how it is. I have both cats snuggling up against me right now. It's like they know that I need them and it's the sweetest thing. We're all kind of just being cozy at the dining room table so sweet. Um, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the idea of the one that got away. Definitely let me know. And I can't wait for a better episode next week. Bye.